welcome back. Episode 52, Nitty Gritty Sports Talk Radio Show. I go by the name of Roscoe English, and of course, I'm here with the flock. Got my guy Keys with me. My man Nick. Yes, yes. Happy Friday, y'all. And of course, last but not least, Keith PJ. Sco, happy Friday. Let's get right to it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's get straight to the NFL. After being cut by the Jets, former All-Pro running back Le'Veon Bell signs a one-year deal with the Kansas City Chiefs, adding to an already explosive offense. So, fellas, being in the AFC, how we feel about this move? The rich get richer. <laughs> Once he started uh, narrowing down, I said, there's no way that he doesn't go to the Chiefs. Yeah, I think his finalists were the Dolphins or the Chiefs. And it was like, all right, well. <laughs> no brainer there, right? <laughs> I mean, pa- part of y'all ain't think he was going to Miami after all that time he spent down there? <laughs> no. They get no. with Pittsburgh. <laughs> no. Now, if he went to Miami, I, you might as well retire. Yeah. Like, no, nah, I think I think we all knew where he was hit. Buffalo, I ain't even think was an option. It, to me, it was like a two-man race, Miami and uh, Kansas City. And when you had the opportunity to play with Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, I mean, I think it's it's pretty obvious. You already got your you already got your chicken this year, so whatever they give you is just icing on top, really. $28 million for 18 games. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's time the Ravens bite the bullet and stop trying to play that, you know, clean PR, you know, strategy that they're doing. I mean, listen, Antonio Brown's still walking these streets. He's still breathing on this earth. He still can run a route. He still can catch a pass. I mean, I don't know, you know. I don't know through five games if we saw what we needed to see out the uh, out our um, wideouts. I definitely think with them getting Le'Veon Bell to add on top of the four, five, six weapons they already have, I think we can afford to take a chance and get one. Anybody, man. If it isn't a, if it isn't, I was about to say if it isn't a B, is it anybody else that you would like? your squad to go after to to bolster the offense I definitely think we got to address the tight end position because um we miss Hayden you Hayden Hurst we miss you yeah. just his role just him being able to be athletic being able to clear space being able to catch a pass and block you know uh Nick Boyle is a good tight end but he's good at what he he's good at you know he's good at inline blocking he's good at being hard nosed and tough um you know making tough catches but he's not going to be changing changing the game as a receiver and uh, I don't I, I always kind of was hesitant of us not investing in that tight end position because that's Lamar's favorite position to throw to he loves throwing in the middle of the field and now you got Andrews getting berated with coverage because people know that he wants to go to the middle of the field. At least with Ant, with Hurst, you, you didn't really know where the ball was going. Uh, yeah, team's going to have to make a move, but just thinking about Le'Veon and that offense and the looks that they already give, and if he has anything left in the tank, which I think he does, 
I'm, I'm not going to judge him by what he did in New York. I mean, they have a horrible, it's just horrible, horrible offensive line, horrible coaching, horrible everything. Um, just adding him, I mean, just think of, I mean, they could put him in bunch sets with Tyreek and Kelsey and, and Bell, and you got McColl on the outside. And oh, you, oh, you think they're exotic now, Sco? You think they got a lot of movement now? You gonna add one? You gonna add a, a legit pass catching running back to that? Oh my! And you already got Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Like it's like, come on, man! Like it's it's overkill at some point. Everybody can't touch the rock. <laughs> you can have Le'Veon in the slot. You can have Le'Veon yeah. in the slot. I have Clyde in the backfield. They can get real exotic. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought about was just the movement in that offense now. The motion that I mean, they already motion heavy. Now it's like okay, just thinking about a linebacker. All right, who's getting the ball? Secondary, who's get, who's getting the ball? Who, who am fear, I going to cover? That I'm not even on the field, and that put fear in my heart. Like, <laughs> God, forgive me, but Willie Sneed ain't doing that. And you know he's a good player, but you know I'm just being real. Like, we got to compete with some of this with some of this because they're not playing around. <laughs> they look like they're going for two and three uh, rings. Yeah, they definitely look like, yeah, we got to run this back. We are looking to run this back and getting the most out of this contract. I mean, even that's a player-friendly contract, we're going to get the most out of this contract. Yeah, where are they getting all this money from? Like, they need, like, we somebody got to stop them from adding people. Like, all right, this, enough is enough. I'm, and it really was no, I mean, when you're a free agent, of course, it's your choice, but I'm surprised the Patriots didn't make a harder push. Like, y'all need him, like. At this point, Kansas City is a want. Like, yeah, we want him. They didn't need him. We want him. He would have came cheap. You know, you would have thought you would have thought that would have been a situation to explore. And maybe they did. But maybe he kind of, maybe he wanted Mahomes. Maybe he wanted to stack the deck and show the league, you know, hey, y'all been playing with me last couple of years. Let me show you what I do over here in Kansas City. Dog, if he resigns there, I'm just throwing my hands up. No, we can't let that happen. <laughs> if he if he performs well and resigns there, I say, okay, no, no, no. What are we doing? What are we doing? This this isn't this is Golden State. This is Golden State all over again. Like, come on, where's the competitive advantage at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's tough. It's tough. So let's get into get into these scores and preview week six. So the Saints were able to come back and defeat the Chargers in overtime, thirty to twenty seven. Drew Brees completed 33 of 47 passes for 325 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Rookie Justin Herbert completed 20 out of 34 for 264 yards, four touchdowns. Chargers got to find a way to close out these games, man. Yes, because like, and and you would think on that side of the ball at least, you've paid Bosa, you've got Melvin Ingram. So... I know they brought in Chris Harris, but I believe he's been injured. Uh, Casey Hayward's still there. You lose Derwin James, but at some point, you got to help this rookie quarterback out. Um, I was one of the people who I didn't like seeing Justin Herbert throwing the trash cans on hard knocks over the summer. I thought it was stupid. Um, but this kid's played big football the last two weeks against two, ar- two of arguably the best quarterbacks that we've seen in our time. Tom Brady and Drew Brees, like he he's gone toe to toe. Granted, they're old, but he's put his team in a position to win over the last two weeks, 
And hey, you you got to get stops. Yeah, I, this... I think I think Herbert's the real deal. Oh yeah, yeah. If I haven't apologized to Herbert on here, I I, I really didn't think he was going to be like that, especially like that this soon. That boy can play. Um, but this is the Chargers mo. Even dating back to last year, they they lose a lot of games within seven points. Like this year, five point loss, three point loss, seven point loss. And Herbert's giving he's putting them in position to win. He's putting the points on the board. You throw four touchdowns and play a clean game. Granted, he made a couple mistakes, but New Orleans didn't capitalize off of it. They didn't catch the picks thrown across his body. He's a rookie. You expect that. He's aggressive. But four touchdowns and your defense just cracks. And it's on in certain spots. There's certain spots where they crack. Because certain they they'll play good for a portion, then they'll go ten minutes, and that's when the other team makes their push, and then now the rookie has to play catch up. You're putting them in a bad spot, but you can't keep losing games less than a touchdown differential. That's crazy. Yeah, I thought uh, I thought it was big when Keenan Allen uh, left the game and didn't return. That kind of changed the the tide of the offense a little bit, slowed it down a tad. Um, also, you know, as alluded to Herbert, you know, I mean, we say this and they had a chance to walk away with the victory with a couple seconds left on the clock and the field goal, uh, bounced, I forget how long the field goal was, but it was a pretty long 50, 50 yard field goal. I think it was a 58 or 59 yard field goal and it bounced off the upright. It had to, it had the leg, it just, you know, unlucky bounce. So they had the chance to win and they, you know, they're a young team. They're going to have to figure it out. Um, some of this on the coaching too, but they got to come together and, and close these victories because there's too many fourth quarter losses, fourth quarter overtime. Yeah, way too many, and I, I hope Lane gets a chance to to stick her, stick around with this group, um, because too many times we see coaches lose this opportunity with a with a young quarterback. So I, I like to see him stick around to switch gears. I like to move over to New Orleans a little bit and just their like luster performances as of late. Um, is, is, do we still see this team? I mean, we're, we're what five, six weeks in now. What are your guys' thoughts on New Orleans? They are who they are. I mean, they, I mean, without Michael Thomas, they are who they are. Um, which is a team that has a quarterback that relies on a stud wide receiver and a stud running back. And when you don't have one of them, it's not going to look the same. So yeah, he look, he look, he he looks pissed off sometimes on that sideline when they pull him off a hill, man. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd, I'd be mad too. I mean, because. Like it's third again, down. Leave, leave the ball in your best player's hands. Don't put it in Taysom Hill's hand. Damn, I, like, I, I, understand, I understand if we, you know, we were looking at that as second quarter, you know, second down and three, and we're on the 30, on their 35 <coughs> or something. But, fam, don't take me out the game during crunch time, during a crucial moment. And you know you've seen me do it time after time in my career. Like, don't take me out for Taysom Hill. I don't care if he scores. I don't care if he gets the first down. Don't take me out the game. Right, to your point, Nick. Now, granted, he scored that one touchdown. But that was his first touchdown all year. So you're bringing Taysom in, and you're wasting downs. And usually they're bringing them in on third down. And you're just pissing it off. And Drew Brees, at his big age, if he gets a little bit of rhythm going, not 30, 31, 32, where he can just grab that back. He's 41, 42 years old. 
When I get in the rhythm, leave me alone. I, I need that. I, I got to keep that going. On the, on the flip side, are they are they shielding him or protecting him? Because my thing is, why don't you have faith in his arm? I mean, you have, without Michael Thomas, you still have Alvin Kamara, you still have Latavius Murray, you still have Jared Cook. Emmanuel guys, Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders, Traquan Smith. Uh, you still got weapons that you can get the ball <coughs> to. So why do you feel like you need to bring in Taysom Hill to inject you know, life into the offense or to kind of pick up those crucial plays, first downs and red zone opportunities. Like, are you trying to take – are you are you not comfortable or confident in Breeze? Because that's another question. Like, last year I thought that because usually when we see Taysom in, it was to make a big throw downfield. And if it was to do that, I understand. He just can't Drew, – Drew's arm is cooked. He can't do it anymore. He can't do it anymore. He got to wind up to make a 20-yard but they're bringing Taysom in to, to run off tackle. I wonder if Winston stays with this team next year. Like, because Breeze doesn't look like he got too many, too much more football in him. And Taysom Hill, I don't think they love him that much to make him a starting quarterback. Now, I could be wrong because they have a lot of love for that kid, and I don't know why. But I wonder if he, maybe he's just, maybe he did make a good decision and sticking his nose in there and saying, you know what, let me, let me link up with Sean Payton and see if I can make my mark and, and take over this team when Breeze is gone. They paid Taysom. So that's one thing that gives me cause to pause. They did pay him. But the way that he's playing, he's leaving room for Jameis to compete for a job next year if he so chooses to stay there. Because it's what not is, like Taysom is knocking it out the park. Is, is he a like he's getting on my nerves? Is he a quarterback? Is he a running back? Is he a wide receiver? Like he's getting on my nerves. He a scat back. Is he a linebacker? Like <laughs> I be seeing him all Flash. over the place. He's so, a bum. Instead of instead of them comparing him, I'm gonna compare him to another bum. Instead of them trying to make him the next Lamar Jackson, he's you gonna say Cordell? Yeah, he's Cordell Stewart. <laughs> Cordell was nice though, man. Taysom got that in him. He don't Cordell got that in him. One good year. Cordell had one. <laughs> he had one. Taysom don't got one in him, man. He's, I don't he, think, no. He's probably Cordell age right now. Taysom's not the youngest. He is. 30, 31, 32? I mean, come on. Yeah, he's they old. They gave him that type of backup money. They, they acting like he, he young with potential or something. Word. I think given what's going on in, in Tampa and given what's going on in New Orleans, I think we can look at Jameis and say, well, maybe it's not all your fault. Maybe it's not all your fault. I, and he can get a job somewhere, not with the playoff team, but he can get a starting job somewhere with a team that needs a little bridge before they get their guy. Because he can win you a game. He can lose you one. Let me, let me but ask he can you, also win you one. Let me ask you this. Do you think Bruce Arians sometimes sits down and thinks to himself, hmm, maybe I could have coached some of them turnovers out of Jameis because this dude over here can't run my plays the way I want him to run. <laughs> Maybe I could have coached him up a little bit more. Like, you know, it wasn't so bad. Because at least he had that arm and he was getting the pass there. Yeah, I felt bad for Jameis because, yeah, he did put – he did – I mean, 30 interceptions is just unacceptable. But when Ben was in this offense, he threw interceptions because it's push the ball down the field, throw it up, let your receivers make plays. You putting the ball in harm's way. Those defenders get paid to play too, and they're going to make a play on the ball from time and time again. So I think if he just 
scaled it back just a little bit. Just a little bit because Jameis has a big arm. If you scale it back just a little bit and put him in a position to make some safer throws, and then Jameis might not look that bad because he did throw 30 touchdowns and he threw for 5,000 yards. Like, he has a big arm. They're not yeah, even I think both their of their offense. Like, they're, they're doing some nah. Tampa Bay stuff. I mean, some uh, New England stuff, whereas, you know, them in routes, comeback routes, short slants. Like, that's that's yeah. not Tampa Bay's right. offense. It's not Bruce Arians football. I mean, when he had Ben, Ben was 25. Like, Jameis is 25. You want big plays coming out of an arm that's been in the league for 20 years. I don't know what they expected. I don't know what they saw in the summertime with no pads on nobody rushing Thomas but if you thought that he was gonna make big plays down the field maybe you should be a coach because we seen it I mean we called it yo his arms done his arms done we we called it here his arms done so I, I think both of them Tom and Bruce Arians are having a little well, maybe the grass isn't greener both of them we gonna see man it's crazy <laughs> we gonna see but, the whole NFL NFC South they got the bunch of noodles over there man and they leaving room for teddy to go on the, teddy might be able to steal this division man. yeah man shout out to teddy because yeah he's been through a lot too to see him and i would love to well. right i would love to see him win a division with tom and drew in it and wait teddy won yeah teddy won teddy they playing good football over there better than what i thought they would be playing losing christian and and losing a Hall of Fame middle linebacker. Like, they're playing decent football. And since the Bucks are inconsistent and the Saints are inconsistent, you just want me to do a wide open for Teddy to just walk on through and maybe win this division with nine to ten wins. Oh, side note, side note. I don't think there's going to be a whole bunch of running backs getting paid in the future. Because as soon as Carolina gives Christian McCaffrey a big deal, <laughs> he gets hurt, and the replacement – is a stud, yep. <coughs> which, which leads to, to the NFL's point that running back is the most replaceable position. Come so why pay him? Aaron Jones is probably sitting there like, yo, Mike, Mike Davis, I need you to chill. I, need, I ain't get my contract yet. I need you to stop. Chris Carson is probably looking at Mike Davis like, fam, I need you to stop running so hard. Please stop. Because they ain't going to get Ooh. paid. Nah. This, and it's a, it's a position that you still need. I don't like the fact that they're trying to devalue the position. You still... If you find a stud, you pay that stud. It just so happens that Christian got hurt, and it's a hamstring. It's not like a – he'll be able to come back. He'll be able to come back from that. But, yeah, I mean, we know this league. Copycat, oh, well, wait a minute. The backup can do that. Why am I paying you 16, 17 a year? You're seeing more and more backfield committees, and it's just, you know, it's – I get it, but I, don't, I really don't get it, especially, like, when you have superior talents that you're holding back. I don't get it. We'll talk about that too as we we go along. Titans win big against the Bills, forty-two to sixteen. Ryan Tannehill completed twenty-one passes for one hundred ninety-five yards and three touchdowns. And on the losing side, Josh Allen threw for two hundred forty-five yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Who who was the team who was off for two weeks, sir? I know, I know. <laughs> but I know. but 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 in all in all honesty, I I, I wasn't that surprised. Um, Vrabel, he he's a players' coach. 
he knows how to prepare those guys. And it was no doubt in my mind they was going to come out and compete on Tuesday to the level that they did. I was I was surprised by that. Um, Josh Allen didn't have a, a terrible game. I mean, he had two picks, um, one of them late. But for all intents and purposes, I mean, it wasn't his best game, but he he didn't play a terrible game. But the Titans' offense, they were just able to to move the ball with with no issue on Buffalo's defense, and and that's what surprised me. But uh, uh, then again, Tredarius White was out as well. Yeah, and it goes both ways because they was out for a long time. But that's that's a long time without hits, long time without wear and tear. So you know, it's it's up to coaching to keep you keep your guys focused. Too. So the keeps point, Mike Verbal did a good job. Um, you know, steering that ship through a whole bunch of uncertainty because you know it was a it was a point where it was just test after test after test after test was found positive. So it was good that he kept his guys focused on the task at hand. But um, it's 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 some weird stuff going on in in this in this league with this COVID stuff. Um, you know, you you will probably see a lot of these type of rescheduled games, off kilter games, like where um, you don't really know what to expect. You know, because all these teams are having to adjust to new realities on the fly. You know, you think you're playing one team at 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 one particular moment, and then the next day your game is postponed, and you got to focus and game plan against another team. And you you have you know a longer like your routine is off because now you have more days in between your next game and or or less games between your next game. So there's a lot of stuff going on right now, and uh, it feels like there's a band aid on the NFL right now. Yeah, uh, a Band-Aid that won't be replaced. It, it's that I don't because the thing like is, when you get the Band-Aid wet and it keeps moving, he's like, all right, I'm not like, just keep putting it back down. Yeah, keep rolling back up. Nope, put it back down. They said uh, we need deep in it now. Ain't no getting out. <laughs> oh yeah, right. I'm gonna play these nope. sixteen games. Yeah, nope. If it takes us to April, we gonna play these sixteen games without pausing. See, that's my thing. Like, just pause and figure something out. But nah, 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 we just gonna, hey, no, play. Even if you gotta play, hey, if you gotta play a Wednesday game, so be it. And like, they don't have a set criteria for when they're gonna postpone a game. Like, I would understand more of like a series of events happens and you know, oh yeah, this game's getting postponed. Like, it seems like all of this is like a case by case basis. Like, Cam got COVID and that was enough for the game to be postponed. But then you got Tennessee with 22 cases and two days prior to them playing they had two additional cases but because they didn't have cases for 24 or 36 hours or something like that they was good to play and then on the flip side another team you know may be good to play but they have a case found on friday night or saturday and it's just kind of weird like when do we pick and choose when we postpone a game right because to your point with the patriots and cam they had another positive test but they playing yeah, well, why not postpone this one? I mean, you postponed it when Cam got it. And I get it. Like, you know, Bill Belichick probably was like, yo, we ain't playing. Like, you know, we, we don't feel safe. He probably played the we don't feel safe card. To, he probably wanted a postponement. He was like, I'm not about to be playing another game with Jared. You, are you silly? <laughs> no, nah, nah, we play next week. Cam's sick. Hold up. Right. And depending on this player. Oh, no, we can play without him. We're fine. No. Oh, is this the linebacker coach? Bet no, 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 no. We yeah. good. We good. Yeah, word. Is Jared Dudley? <laughs> Jared Dudley. Oh, linebacker coach. Man, I used to coach LT. I don't need that. I'm fine. I got this. 
So it's it's up and it's up and down in the air. Colts have four. They shut down. We'll come back. All four of those were false negatives, false positives. I'm sorry. So they're back on. So it's. I feel Atlanta for had a coach. Atlanta had a coach yeah. a couple of days ago. They they opened up the facility the next day. I'm like, all right, well, I don't know what's going on, and I'm just gonna see whoever plays Sunday. I guess you know I'll find out then. That's basically what it's looking like. Whoever, should, whoever you good whoever to go. To twenty minutes up. before the game. Yeah, tw- twenty minutes before the game. You good? We straight? All right, come on, let's go. What, what was um, what was what was Keanu Reeves' name in the, in the replacements? Falco something. <laughs> that's what that, that's what they be calling it now. Soon, sooner or later, man. Sooner right. It later. remind me, um, I forgot the name of the movie, but it highlighted the team in Texas that um Friday Night Lights played in the championship game. They had a bunch of academic issues. They literally weren't practicing in the day of the game. Yeah, y'all eligible to play. <coughs> yeah, y'all eligible to play today. Now nah, y'all can't play this week. No, you can play this week. No practicing. Just going out there and just, yo, can we play today? All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and that goes that goes back to like what Nick said. Like, what is the real protocol? So, I'm not sure if you have it on the agenda or not, Sco. But you know, Nick Saban, Nick Saban has the COVID. Um, yeah, in the AD. So they have a huge game tomorrow. You you have what number three Georgia coming to 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 Tuscaloosa, Georgia Alabama. It don't get no bigger than that almost, unless it's Georgia LSU. I mean, unless it's LSU, Bama. Or um, Bama, Auburn. Right, right, those three. Yeah, those three. But either way, SEC West top team, SEC East top team. So for 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 Saban to be on the sideline tomorrow, he had to take a test yesterday that has to come back negative. Mind you, he just got diagnosed, what, what Tuesday? As a positive. Yep. So he has to take a test Thursday that comes back negative. A test today that comes back negative tomorrow. And then he has to take a test tomorrow that I guess he gets an immediate read on to be on the sideline. So, like, this man was just diagnosed with COVID less than a week ago, and he has the ability to potentially be on the sideline to coach his team within that week. What happened to the incubation period? I mean, so so just alluding to what Nick just said, like, it's what is what is the protocol? Is it just... Okay, you got a couple negatives. Let's get your ass back out there, because that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And I think whatever it takes for him to get out there, he will do. Because I was reading before we came on that he won't be allowed to coach remotely. So you know he's coaching this game. He's gonna be. Yeah, this is against one of his old assistants, Kirby Smart. Like he's not missing this game. Like I, don't, I don't. They gonna have some fake COVID test readings down in Tuscaloosa these next couple fake days. COVID, or if they put his, put him in a box by himself up there in the sky, just put him in a room by himself. I can see them doing that for this and for him. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to lead us up. To, they don't want to lead us up to Steve Sarkeesian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, no. He coming to the game drunk. He got the forties on deck. Got the steel twenty twos on. No, no, no. But but college, I mean, it's just so unpredictable. I mean, you look at Florida, who had a big game next week against LSU, and almost their whole damn team has COVID now. So, LSU, right? No, Florida. Oh, Florida. Oh, really? Yeah, we had an outbreak after last week. Um, so it's just it's just all up in the air, especially with college. It seems like they've been having a lot of outbreaks, which is to be expected. Yeah, this. I mean, the NBA and the, and the, and the NHL showed you. 
the bubble system works. And to rely on, I mean, shoot, I would have thought adults would have been able to, but we, we've seen people out here have fits for wearing a mask for two, for two seconds. Relying on a but a, a honor code, hey, just go to practice and go home, okay? Scout's honor. <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> please, please can, like, for me, please. So it's <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. And then with, with college, I don't, what did they think was going to happen? And for the parents, now I know college. <laughs> they parents, wanted this, go. Yes, I was, they are just as nuts as football players. Like I've said on here a thousand times. A football player will knowingly go out there with a concussion and, and not give a damn. These parents are just as bad. Like college, I mean, high school in Texas, the parents protesting. No, we playing. Do do you not care about your children? And that's high school, like school just said. And that's like a, that's like religion down in Texas. Like their high school stadiums bigger than some college stadiums. No, you're not gonna mess up my Friday night. You're not gonna mess up my child's chance to get to the to the next level and the next level after that. It's so it's so short sighted. You're not thinking about the long term and the effects. If you get this, I was reading over the weekend. It's people that had COVID, it passed, and their memory is messing up. I read it and I heard it on the Bomani Jones show. Yeah, my mom. Right? My mom. My mom works at Hopkins. She says uh, it's called like. Uh covid syndrome or something and it's linked to like after after effects of a covid bout and mental issues and having to see a neurologist and all types of stuff depression all types of stuff so you bringing in getting uh, the risk of covid in a game that already has head issues gotta be smart about this you gotta be smart about this but they don't care College is free labor. That ain't nothing but a farm system for the NFL. NFL, y'all ain't nothing but a cash cow. So, hey. Yeah, it's just. Y'all like it. I love it. Figure it out. It, yeah. It's kind of weird, man. It's, just, it's, it's very weird because in this situation, they're athletes, right? Because if you think about they didn't play, how many schools, all the money they make off these players, all that money is gone. In this instance, they're athletes and get them on the field because they want to play and we want them to play. But in other situations, when you sell your your autograph and use use your naming rights as a branding tool, you know you're a student, you're an amateur. It's just it's it's crazy when you move the goalposts in different situations. But you know, whatever. <laughs> hey, ain't, ain't my issue. I'm in the crib. True, true. But you look at Terrell Pryor in that situation, probably hurt, <laughs> probably hurt his career. I mean, this was. I'm not, Reggie Bush that. don't got a Heisman. Yeah, he has his Heisman. I, I saw him win it. That's ridiculous. But yeah, yeah, I'm an athlete to go out there and risk my life. But God forbid y'all help my parents out. God forbid. Or like Terrell Pryor, who had Lamar talents in college. I mean, in six six, throw the ball. 80 yards off his back foot, running, running a 4-4. Yeah, I want some tattoos. You want my jersey? Nah, you got to get out of here. Wait, what? I just want to get tatted up real quick. I can't do that. I mean, it's, it is my jersey. Think about all the basketball players that 
that were deemed ineligible because of this, this, and the third. Like, they it, it just puts, banners. It, first of all, like if you're auditioning to be a pro, that just that that kills you. It's it's basically saying you're you're bad at decision making. So I'm bad at decision making because I'm looking out for my family and I took a little bit of bread. You feel what I'm saying? Because I, you know what I mean. I, I did yeah. some. I signed a deal underhanded because you guys put these crazy rules on me that doesn't allow me to do it out in the free in the open, and th- they're offering me money that changed my people's life, and I'm doing this off of basketball, and you taking that away from me, and telling me I'm 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 a bad decision maker and immature because of it, fam. <laughs> but you got these kids playing out here. In a whole pandemic. In a pandemic. <laughs> in a whole pandemic. Not a half a pandemic. I, I can't get a back. I can't, behind, I can't get behind that, bro. It's just me. Yeah, I, I would have had to make the tough decision, which I'm surprised these parents made. But if I had a son or a daughter. That but what was, do you do if you have a, of a, a, you have a son or a daughter that has a dream and they're too young to understand the bigger picture and they just want to put some, put some, some uh, t- uh, tape out? Like, what do you say? Like, it sucks. So I, you got a point, but you got to make that tough decision. You want to play on the sprained ankle? Hey, you the athlete. You know your body better than me. But right now with this COVID, listen to me. Listen to me. It's not if you catch it, it's the the after effects might be potentially worse than a high ankle sprain to recover from. It's always going to be next year. You got to have that tough discussion with with with, with the child, cause the school and the program not going to have it. And best believe, word, word, and best believe, hey, your son's the top quarterback. He get COVID, he get sick. Guess what? They got a backup. That backup go out there and perform. Guess who they don't remember anymore? So either way, you, it's, it's, a, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. They got my man Zion in court. Like he just want to dunk a basketball fan. It's just sickening what they've been He's doing. He's a kid it's, too. It's a just kid. Sickening. I'm but a anyway. child. That that man is what 19, 20 years old. Fam, I took some bread. So what? <laughs> yeah, I should be able to take bread. I'm dunking. I'm the one dunking from the free throw line, not y'all. And credit his parents. Yo, what's going to cost? You want to talk to him? No, nah, you had to pay up. Cause I know my kids worth. Sorry, sorry. I I see no issue with that. I see no issue with that. Did you see me block this shot? Yeah, I took that check. Yeah, what are you talking sure. about? Because guess what Duke did while Zion was there? Cleaned up. It was the first year that people actually looked at Duke like, oh, yeah, we liked him a little bit because of Zion. Yeah, no, no, no. Pay up. Pay up. I mean, it's the reason why these kids are going overseas to hoop and going to the G League. They know what's up. They know what's up. We going to see. Let's get into week six. Before we get into week six, uh, Brother Keith, what's the standings now? All right, so last week Keys went eight and five. Nick and I went ten and three, and Sko led the week at eleven and two. Ooh. Oh my, Sko! Which has Sko and I to tie top at fifty-two, eighteen and one. Nick two games behind at forty-nine, twenty-one and one, and Keys forty-three, twenty-seven and one. Dog, come on, you got going to lose this. I can't get past you. I can't. How I go eleven and two when I'm still tired? Keith, I need you. Hold you took down. the Colts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did take the Colts. Keep holding and then, down, and, Keith. At we one second, have, <laughs> we cannot have Stephen up, 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 up <laughs> the top by himself. And at one head. moment, I really thought I had it too, man. I thought I had it, but that damn Philip Rivers. 
Phil Bedorty. <laughs> Jeez. If I did it all. Oh, for sure. Hold on. I, I forgot who I picked in that game. You took the Browns. Yeah, everybody took the Browns but me. I was out okay. on He out. took the Fens by himself, too. Yeah. Win some, you lose some. All right. Browns, Steelers. Yeah, you just going to come out with that one? It's on the list first. You want, no you bias. want, you, you want no the bias. truth or do you want to lie, Scott? <laughs> now speak your truth, man. <laughs> well, if you want the truth, the Browns are going to win. <laughs> if you it. want the truth, but I, I thought you would feel disrespected, so I, I wanted to put that out there. Did you want me to lie to you? Mm-mm. No, no, no. Right, yeah. So you put you putting that on wax, Nick? Browns? Yeah, I'm putting that on wax. Sorry, fam. They better not let me down, though. It's go- Sorry, hopefully fam. it's a good game. I- it, I think uh, this is going to be a good game. Be a good game. Um, no, Ben's not losing to Baker. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's what it boils down to me. Uh, Skull Baker, Ben, give me the ladder. This is going to be. Oh wow, my man Keys here for the picks. Brown Steelers up first. From, y'all rose from the ashes. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I'm here for the picks. I'm here for the picks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm take the Steelers. Ah, and he coming in hot, my man. <laughs> yeah, dog. This is a good. This is a good game for our secondary to feel good about themselves and get some turnovers. This has a this has a big narrative too. Don't forget the the events of last season. It's you know what I mean. Game. This is gonna be a big game. Speaking of this, that, a one o'clock game, Sco? Yeah, one o'clock. Dang. Speaking Made of those events, um, Miles Garrett, I wouldn't mind. You know, recon- reconciling with Mason. Can we please stop talking about this? He's a backup quarterback now. I don't even want to hear his name. I don't even want to. Oh, he's going. He's going to try to get the Ben now. <laughs> he's going to try to put Ben. I wish the we back. let that let that whole situation just die. It should have died the week after. Miles didn't let it die because then he said, "Yo, he called me to." There was a whoa, whoa, whoa. He did what? <laughs> and then we hear nothing else from him. And now every time it's a Steeler Brown. Th- oh yeah, no, it's probably know. dead. Like. As far as like, like, just think about it. I mean, either way, regardless, like, you, th- I'm sure the Steelers don't like the Browns. I'm sure the Browns sure. don't like the Steelers. When they link up, they're gonna they're gonna see Miles Garrett right there, and they're gonna remember the the linemen. They're gonna remember. It's gonna be chippy. I don't I don't trust nothing about Baker Mayfield in the big game. That that's what oh. it comes down to for me. Or the fourth quarter. He's been hard. And this is a big game. Quarter. And this is a big yeah. this is a big game for this is our best opponent that we've played thus far. And for them, if you want to be taken serious in this division and in this league, you're going to have to beat the, the Steelers and the Ravens. And, and, and Sko, I, I know we mentioned Baker. I'm really looking at this Kevin Stefanski this game. Like, this this is a game for you as a coach to kind of let, – let's really see that impact against a, a, a top-notch AFC North opponent. Like, what type of game are you going to come out and call for Baker? So, I'm, I'm looking to Stefanski as well. It's looking like oh, – Looking like Odell got mono or something, so who knows what's going on. Oh, he got the kissing bug. Nah, nah, they ain't say he got that, but they said an illness and it's not COVID, so who knows what it is. They saying they saying they saying now they got new COVID um, protocols that even if you have a cold, like if you if you show up sneezing or sore sore throat or stuffed stuffy nose, they don't care. You you have to go home and you have to quarantine. You have to have two consecutive tests 
in between 24, two consecutive negative tests, but it has to be 24 hours apart. So His came back negative too, at least the yeah. one today. Yeah, so he might just have a cold or something. He, he's going to be there on Sunday. And my thing is the Steelers cornerbacks, that's going to be an eatable matchup. Now, it's going to be, it might be a little challenging for the Browns to run the ball the way they're used to running the ball, but they have an offensive line to do it. I'm going to be interested to see how, how that battle uh, works. But, you know, on the outside, I don't, I don't know if the Steelers can stop the wide receivers from getting open. Again, it comes down to Baker Mayfield being able to put the ball in the receivers' hands when they're open. <laughs> our front seven against their offensive line. It's a good matchup, good battle. I think Stefanski comes out knowing that we are good against the run. And I think he's going to have a, a, a little a little moment where he just wants to let Baker win the game. And I think he's going to give us a chance to steal that game. Don't do it. Don't do it. We saw Freddie Kitchens do it. <laughs> that's what. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. You're going to. And, and, and what's, if they don't hit a big play early, they're going to get away from the run, and then they're just going to let Baker pass 35 times. And whoa, 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 whoa. I don't, they're not going to get away from the run because they don't – since game one, they haven't let Baker throw more than, what, 20-some-odd times? They are a low-value passing offense. So I don't think – unless they're down 21-0, they're not going to stop doing what they're trying to do. Which, that's not that's out. not even Stefanski's like a uh, philosophy. You know, he's from the he's from the Kubiak tree. Like they trying to oh, establish yeah. the run. Yeah, for sure. And I y'all game aside, first game of the season, awkward vibes, awkward vibes playing. Well, that game they let him throw. Yeah. They yeah. learned a lot from that game. Don't and let this, that yeah, bump he learned week one. <laughs> this is a division. And that's a good this coach. Is a division game. This is a division game. You know, Freddie Kitchens let, let that happen for 16 games. But but not only is this a divisional game, Scope, but these are the type of divisional games you have to win in yes. order to take that step as a football yes. team. Like no one takes you okay, you beat the you beat the Red, you beat the Washington football team. Oh yeah. You yeah. beat whoever else, but are you beating Baltimore? Are you beating Pittsburgh? Are you beating Kansas? Like this this is what like, it boils down to. Like last week we everybody's eyebrows raised. Oh, you beat the coach? Cool. We seen Philip throw the interceptions. We also seen Baker still not so try his darnest. Yeah, try to try his darnest to give it right back to him. But now this is this is a good test. So I'm like Keith said, I'm curious to see what Stefanski does in this. Does he stick to the game plan and keep on with the run, or do you get stuffed a couple times and say, "All right, Baker, do it." So I'm, I'm going with the latter. He's going to lose the game. I'm He's going with the latter. Not going to be able to run the ball. Nah. And like you said, Nick, our cornerbacks ain't the best, and you see that you see that matchup, and you get greedy. My thing is, like the Browns, what are, what are they? Are they the number one rush offense, or they're up there? They, like, they're, they're, they're top not, two. They're top. They're top five of, if, if yeah, at least. But they're up there. They're their up game there. plan. Their game plan is to run that pill and play yeah. off the, and, and work off that play action. And and We're if you think about strength. that formula, you don't. You guys don't have the corners. To, to, to stop that type of explosion when Odell's running the routes the way he's running them. And then you got Jarvis out there to clean up. And then you got tight ends out there to clean up. Hey. Then you got Hunt out there who's, he's, right. you know, he, one of the best hands set of hands out the backfield that we got in this Play game. to our strength. And it should be Ooh, the game that that it's going to be a good game, man. I, listen, don't be surprised if Browns win that. No, 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 no. Who are their corners? Who are their corners? Who are their Who corners? The I, yeah. Yeah, they got Denzel, Ward on one side, and then huh. um, they got Chop Suey. 
Chop, chop suey. Gre greedy is on the other side, right? Or it's yeah, greedy yeah. safety. Yeah, yeah. Chop suey. Chase. Chase. Two All big right. games in a row. Deontay's out. Yeah, he's out. Deontay out. He's out. You see is what he, he did to Slay? Or is he, or is he Den back? Denzel Ward not chop suey, though. Denzel Ward is better nah. than back. Y'all got skull. Neither is Slay. Oh, yeah, Slay greedy, ain't chop suey either. Slay not chop suey either. But guess what? Hey, sometimes, sometimes you can't help it. But the Browns, the Browns do hit the quarterback though, so we'll see. Yeah, we hit them too. You guys do. It, yeah, it should be a battle. And to Keith's point, this is this is going to be that. I guess the second taste of AFC North. I feel like the Ravens. That's just not fair game week one to come out versus them. Yeah, like I said, yeah, it was tough. It was weird vibes. Man. This is this this yeah. is like the first game. Of the, this this is when football started real. When you got that when you got two four and one teams, you got that first division game. This is all right now. The season has arrived now. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Texans versus Titans. 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 What they did to the Bills. Short week, though. But two weeks rest. I'm going Titans. Short, short weeks don't affect them because of the way they play football. Yeah, that's true. This dude, this dude Colin, Coward, Colin Coward, said the Titans oh. is, is uh, Baltimore South, I guess. Oh, really? What do y'all think about that? I, I don't, I don't, I don't see it, but I do see it at the same time. Well, I, I mean, I don't know what he means by Baltimore South, but they, are, they have better teams than the Baltimore Ravens right now. <laughs> so I, so I, I don't know what he means by that. So is he just meaning? I uh, think he just commit. To mobile, me, it sounds like the old school. Yeah, play style, play style, yeah. Yeah, heavy run team. I mean, Punch you in your mouth and then just play physical defense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it, but get it. like he said, I would, I would, they, they look. Better lately than we did. We don't look good, and I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we'll get to our game at some point. But we we got a chance to try to turn a corner this week. But we I haven't I haven't been impressed with us through the first quarter. Let me ask y'all a quick question: Do y'all think the Ravens are hold? Do you think they're purposely holding back some of their offense? Because I feel like maybe in years prior they showed too much too soon, and then come playoffs times everybody kind of knew. Just, what to expect? There, there was nothing new to show. There's no new wrinkle because we didn't use them all. Do you think like we're maybe like trying a different strategy? It looked like against the Bills, we we were just trying to do just enough. If if that's the case, just show me a little sprinkle every now and then. Please, let me please. let me know you got a pulse. That's it. <laughs> just let me know you got a pulse. Because I'm stressing over here. Because if, if that, I'm fine with that approach, but I just need to know y'all got a pulse. And lately, we just ain't. We don't look like we got one. We look flat. I think as wishful thinking. I think the Ravens just got one of the worst offensive lines in the game, and that's what's killing the team right now. Yeah, he's telling the truth. Yeah, because I, because I, I, if, if you got if you got sprinkles and and all kind of toppings for your ice cream, the Chiefs would have been the time to show that. I get it against yeah, the Bengals. Monday Night Football, I man. Yeah, I get it. I get it against the Bengals. Just go in there, get a win. We ran but, the same vanilla offense, go. Yeah, yeah. Against the Chiefs, I'm bringing out. I'm bringing out the soft with ice cream machine for y'all. Like the, the Ravens are, are strictly winning games right now because they did more talent team, not because they necessarily the team that's playing the best football or the better football. They just winning strictly off their talent. They know they're supposed to win the games. It's probably why they winning the games. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Anyway. Yeah, and 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 not to get off track, go. I'm sorry, but I'll take oh, no, the Titans. No. Titans. I'm going Titans. Everybody going Titans. Yeah. All right. Bengals, Colts. Sure. This ain't Indy. Yes, yeah, and yeah. Yep. I'm not picking the Bengals. Not with that offensive line. 
Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I, w- I was going to think about the upset, but nah, not after the Bay Bengals look last week. I'm going with the Colts. Yeah. Yeah, their defense is going to keep them in this. The uh, Colts defense. Yeah, I got the, the Mayflowers. Yeah, yeah, even if. <laughs> Indy should be able to play ball control with that run game and take the ball out Phillips' hands and play good defense. So I got Indy. Like that's the only thing that I really I don't like about Indy's go, and that's the one that's what's going to stop me from. I really think they pretenders. I don't believe in Phillip Rivers. They already talking about. They're already whispering about. You know, is it time to replace him? Like Jacoby's getting his his arm warmed up right now. He should. I mean, the games that they've lost, they easily could have won. When you have a defense like that in a run game. Yo, fam, if I'm the owner, if I'm Jim Merisay, I'm calling Andrew Luck. I'm like, fam, are you sure? <laughs> what else? If you, I'm, I'll give you some more millions. We can sign a new Andrew, contract, baby. With that offensive line that they have, if I'm Andrew, I would honestly consider coming back. I'm like, sorry, Andrew. Come back. I mean, this is this is a complete 180 of a line from what he has, go. So 180 on the team. Yeah, like, they they couldn't block a they couldn't block Jack squat. Now they have the best one of the best offensive lines. You got a stud rookie running back, and you got a defense. If you don't even feel comfortable being back there, just play ball control and get paid. Come on, man. Anything is better than Phillip. <laughs> but you know Jim Irsay don't make the best decisions either. Nah, he he loves especially it. if his pill bottle is full. Oh goodness, yeah, dope head. <laughs> oh no 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 yeah yeah for sure because if we talk about athletes like that we gotta talk about the owner we gotta talk about the owner like that no nah, for sure no 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 if we gonna talk crack on michael irvin jim Irsay can get perkies bottle jokes. yeah sensational. <laughs> i can feel the perkies coming falcons vikings in minnesota i'm done picking up the falcons go give me the vikings <laughs> I, I, I gotta pick do or die for this one i gotta pick ready to die I'd be damned if I picked the Falcons. No. And this would be the game that the Nan Falcons win. Watch. Word. I'm going to pick the Vikings. You feel me, Keys? You feel right. me? Watch we all be wrong. But I just can't do it. Julio's playing. Or Julio like is playing. playing. Looks like he's But he played against the Cowboys, too, didn't he? Yeah. Let me get you one, Raheem. I, 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 I got Vikings. I got the That don't mean nothing from Julio. Julio played five minutes. He'll say he active and then play for ten minutes of the game. Be a decoy. Right. That is facts. He a decoy when he healthy. He ain't scoring no touchdowns. I know that. <laughs> oh, goodness. Now, that's an odd case, man. I really don't understand that. But I wish we traded for Julio. Uh, things we could do with Julio. Must be nice. As of right now, we got Broncos Patriots on. Yeah. With Cam Newton? With yeah, Cam he's practicing. He's good. All right. I'm going to take the Pats. Got the Pats. Yeah, I'm going with the Pats. Yeah, whenever whenever the game is, I got the pass. <laughs> Ugh, this is a stinker. Team in Landover Ugh. versus. Oh, that's right. They do play this week. Ugh. Yeah, this is a stinker. Who do play? The Giants. One and four, zero oh and five. Giants are three point favorites. They at home, I think. Or no, are they, are they at home? Yeah, they home. I'm going with the Giants. They get their first win. I was actually going with the Giants too, for some reason. Team. Yeah, I'm, Alex, you split. You going? You going? I'm 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 going Washington football team too, Sco. This is a perfect time for uh, what's his face? That's his, that's how bad the first round quarterback is. What's his face to uh? Is Chase Young back? Oh, he hasn't played in like two weeks. 
Yeah, that's a I think it was question. Uh, uh, hmm. Not sure. We'll check in on it. Yeah, yeah, we'll come back to that. Now we are to the birds. <clears throat> big, the big birds. Ravens, Eagles. It's the birds, the birds. Baltimore is <laughs> nine and a half. <laughs> nine and a half points. Chase Young is back. Oh, he is back? Yeah. yeah I'm still playing Y'all nine and a half point favorites on the road. Ravens big. Give me a Ravens big. Ah, I like us go. I think it's gonna be 7,500 in the stands. In Philly? Yeah, they just uh, they just uh, announced that. So that'll be a new wrinkle. But I think it's actually gonna be a competitive game for some odd reason. I feel like this is a trap game. They got a good defensive line. Yeah, and and our offensive line, as Keith yeah. alluded to, you know, it's yeah. it's a problem right now. What's, I don't know if we're gonna be able to run the ball up the middle. We haven't been able to run all year up the middle. Yeah, so I got J.K. and Ingram in fantasy. Got me looking crazy out here, fellas. <laughs> Listen, I got the Ravens, but I actually want to free J.K. Like at this point, like fam, is he not practicing good? It's got to be a reason why he's not getting. No, 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 it's 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 it's, it's the rank thing. It's, and it's the respect to Ingram, I think. But that man got to touch the ball more. They did it to Ray Rice a little bit too, like um, with Willis McGahee and uh, LeBron McClain. Like he, but he had, but even Ray Rice back then was getting more carries than J.K. is now. And I know, I know Harbaugh is sitting watching what the AFC North is doing. I know he sees the Steelers using their rookie. But every time J.K. touched the ball, it's like a, it's an electric play. Like it's a, it's a, it's a. They get chunk yards. Like do you that, see how he, he has to touch the ball. Do you see how he cuts? He cuts so hard and so electric. He 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 almost slips. Yeah, he has to touch the football. Fam, give him the rock, please. What's the word on Lamar? His knee feel better. He all right? He practiced all week, so he I mean, should be fine. Yeah, it's it's one of them things. He just nicked up his football. Should be fine. I I would like to see him continue to try to get outside the pocket. At this point, you know, I don't know if they're telling him to kind of fall back a little bit with running and it maybe it's part of a plan but we're more electric when Lamar's playing backyard football and when he's not even thinking I feel like he's thinking too much back there you know there's some plays where he could just get outside and and, and get to it and you know he's you know he's just standing in the pocket and forcing it a little bit Mike Andrews with another uh top five Instagram post what happened no, he, he just he, he 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 had posted a picture of one of his tugs with the Instagram caption top five. Top well, five and top. He ain't top two, so he can keep it. Don't matter. You ain't killed a war, Kelsey. So who cares? Oh, uh, guess what I'm about to do? <laughs> guess what I'm about to do? So everybody's picking up. You're not about to do it. What? Hey, Keith, where's that, your fingers at on the keyboard? They that mean they that mean they scared him last week, uh, Nick. That's what that sound like to me. Oh, they scared, scared me too, me. but not not not. They really. scared Scuff. Yes. My fingers. What you mean on the keyboard? Yeah, where they at? I need you to put this down in wax. Eagles. Eagles in the upset. You taking the? Yeah, Eagles? I'm taking the Eagles, baby. I'm taking the Eagles. Y'all can't. No, nah, it's not disrespectful. Y'all can't keep playing this bad and winning. It's, it's got to catch up to y'all some week, and I think this is the week. 
<laughs> I do think this is a trap game, bro. Like that defensive yeah. line is scaring me right now. It is. That defensive line is is legit. And I mean, quick quick passes beat them. Quick quick passes get the ball out quick. Let let your receivers make plays, but you know. Damn, son, it. where'd you find this? Yeah, that's what I say about y'all receivers all the time. Damn, where'd y'all find him? Yeah. You, he set me up for the he's, he he set it up he's, he left it at the rim I had to, I had to tell him. That, that was the Dwayne Wade alley right there yeah 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 um sorry Keys win big Nick win Keith win me Eagles it's perfect. <laughs> perfect he don't even believe this but hey fam sometimes you gotta go with your heart <laughs> And I can hedge my bet if I come in. Yo, y'all should have beat them. Duh. <laughs> Bears, Panthers. This is a this this is a tricky. Never a tough one to pick. <laughs> Panthers at home. Carolina one and a half point favorite. Give me give me the Panthers the way they've been playing. Okay. I'm voting with Teddy too. Because Nick Foles could have a crazy Nick Foles game. Give me the Bears, go. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going with the Bears and Nicky Foles. I think the Bears can get can cause us some turnovers. Yeah, I like the Bears defense, man. They real. And they I be see swarming. Khalil Mack has has, has awakened. Yeah, it's starting to look that way. Yeah, he's he's awakened. He's awakened. I like what I saw against uh, Tampa Bay. Lions Jaguars. Mm. Who cares? Another stinker. Detroit three point favor on the road. One and three versus one and four. That's a, that's a terrible pass. Yeah. I'm going to take the Lions. I, and I don't even know why. I mean, I, the too. I really want to take the Jags. I'm going with the better quarterback. So, yeah, I'm going with the Lions. But I'm going to stay Lions. That's all, I, that's all I have to go off of. They both suck. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Lions myself. You said Jag skis? No, the line. Oh. <laughs> Jets, Dolphins. Miami is a nine and a half point favorite. I would never pick Adam Gates in life. <laughs> who they playing? The Jets playing the who? The Dolphins. Dolphins. Oh, I like the Fens by fifty. By fifty. Now, now, here's some here's some things to think about. Fish Magic had a great game last week, which means he's due for a stinker. But even in a stinker, you should beat the Jets. Is Flacco, is Flacco playing? I think uh, Sam Keys. Donald, yeah, yeah, Flacco's playing. Yeah, is that going to affect your decision, Keys? Flacco playing. Yeah, it's going to be 40 to 17 if Flacco's playing. And you know where the 17 is coming from. Oh, they got Flacco and Richard. <laughs> and CJ. That was your future. That was your future Fair. right there. Man, they picked up Flacco and Rashard. <laughs> what? Uh, don't remind us, man. <laughs> Rashard hurts still. That, that was yeah, crazy. Yeah, because I that mean, let's draft, let's draft the receiver with the degenerative knees. That's in his bloodline. His, his <laughs> grandfather had it. Oh, man. Shout out to Ozzy. Packers, 
Bucks. Everybody took the fins. Yeah, fins. Keys took them too, and Nick. Yeah, fins. All right, bro. Packers, Bucks, Fox, America's game of the week. I don't know why. I mean, I do know why, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers about to, he about to get him out of here. Go, Pat, go. I'm going Aaron. Only thing I don't like, um, Packers talking some. They they talking trash, and Tom Tom still got some dog in him. He still got some dog in him. I, I wouldn't talk trash to Tom. He got a dog in him, but his arm got Yorkie. Yeah, in. yeah, but sometimes that dog can must up a bite. And <laughs> with them talking, at least my quarterback know what down it is. Hey, fam, mm. fam, fam, you don't joke on me like that. Should he got the veggie noodle arm, man? That is yeah. <laughs> Who you took keys? Well, you get keys pick, can okay. yeah. Sunday night game, Rams 49ers. I like McVay and the Rams. Yeah, I'm going Rams. Yeah, Rams for sure. Got two Monday night games again. Chiefs, Bills. Chiefs five-point favorites on the road. Worst type of game to get the Chiefs at that loss, I'll take them. Take the Chiefs. I wonder yeah, Le'Veon yeah, should be active too, yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got the Chiefs and I, I took the Packers. You took the Rams and the 49ers? No. Who you want, the Rams? The yeah, give me the Rams. And you took the you took the Dolphins first the Jets? Yeah. All right, bro. Everybody going with the Chiefs. Then we got Cardinals, Cowboys. Arizona, one and a half point favorite on the road. Just another one. Kyler, got to win this one, buddy. That defense, that defense is atrocious. You got players saying, "Yo, you can't expect us to play hard on every play, right? Like, why would you expect that?" Come on, Kyler. <laughs> big, big touchdowns, big touchdowns, multiples. I need Wait, four. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, you hear that? When they uh, lost to the Browns? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Xavier Woods? Yeah. What'd he say? Yeah, he <laughs> said, y'all can't expect us to play hard on every play, right? Okay. I think they asked him about the Odell reverse, and if you remember that play, like, they they were jogging after him. <laughs> Yo, you can't expect players to play hard every play, right? Come on. Stop it. <laughs> Oh, that's I mean, not 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 on every play, but when your team trying to get the ball back to win the game, I would think you were playing you would play hard. Yeah, if that game was forty to ten, sure, why not? But y'all were driving and, and coming back. Yes, I expect you to play hard in the midst of a comeback, my guy. You get paid to play hard. You ain't you ain't you ain't paid to be over there twiddling your toes. And that ain't something that you say out loud. <laughs> of course we know. Of course we know y'all don't play hard on every play. Of course. Of course we know y'all take plays. Don't they know GMs didn't take notes? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know if I like his motor. (laughs) He has the perfect terminology, too. Motor. Is everybody going Cardinals? I I, I got the Cardinals, but 
don't I don't know how to feel with you know Dalton's never had these type of weapons and he's he's been a serviceable quarterback in the NFL. I, I got the Cowboys, girl. I got oh. the Cowboys too. My bad was on oh. me. No, it's all good. Cowboys, Cowboys. Who you got, Nick? Uh, I got. I think I I think I'm gonna uh, take uh, the better quarterback in this situation, but I'm not I'm not confident about it. I got uh, Kyler. Yeah, I'm going Cardinals. Keys took the cards too. Nah, he took Cowboys. To the Cowboys. Do you think that uh? Do you think that? So what do y'all think about the Cowboys? Like, why do y'all think the Cowboys gonna win? Do you think the offense is still gonna be what it was, or just you know a little slight version, like slight version of it? What's your thoughts? I think they need to get back to the basics and pound the ball to Zeke. Yeah. I think that's what it boils down to. I mean, can Vandy Dalton got to go out and throw? 25 times a game. I mean, and he's he's got weapons. I think you just said it. Nick. He's he's never had a, a Michael Gallup, a, a Amari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb. So let's see what you can do, Dalton. But at the same point, I just think the Cowboys have to get back to running the football, and that's what they have not been doing. Yeah. Gotta, I think it starts with a coaching philosophy, too. I think Dallas offensively will, will – be okay. It's the other side of the ball that I'll have a hard time ever picking them. With. And that's where their money is at. Like their money is on that side of the ball, and they don't get any pressure. <laughs> so you and that's what I'm saying. Up. Keep them off the field with that run game. Like yeah. get back to the bases because your defense cannot stop a nosebleed. See, Mike McCarthy, he's been he's been blessed to only coach Aaron Rodgers and now Dak Prescott. I don't even know if it's in his DNA to to slow it down and run the pill. Like, he's never shown that, even though he has the personnel to do it now. I've never you seen. seen it. They, you see what they did with Brett? He's, he got lucky that they got Andy Dalton because if it had been anybody else, fam, he still was they, he still was throwing forty times a game with Huntley exactly. and Kaiser. Like oh, Deshaun Kaiser. Fam. Uh, the eye test. Deshaun Kaiser. He didn't pass the college eye test. His co- his, man, they threw him on. Man, he ain't ready. How your college coach say that about you? He did say that. <laughs> he <laughs> he did your say college that. coach, oh, the guy that recruited you, yo, he ain't ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't drive that kid. Yeah, please don't. Please don't. Um. <laughs> That's nuts. But we're going to go into a commercial break. Be right back. This ad is brought to you by Lavelle Body. Lavelle Body is an all-natural, handmade skin and hair care line for men, women, and children. So if your skin is dry, your hair is damaged, or your beard is having problems connecting, shop Lavelle Body today at LavelleBody.com or DM Lavelle Body LLC on Instagram. Again, that's LavelleBody.com or DM LavelleBody LLC. You know what time it is? Who's in? Who's out? Let's get it. Your niggas on Hall of Fame. That's a no. Hell no. Am I the one to blame? That's a no. Hell no. Am I on Hall of Fame? That's a yeah, nigga. Definitely on Hall of Fame. So I ran across this list. I wanted to share it. So after the finals, Basketball Reference updated their Hall of Fame probability percentages. So I'm going to name a couple players. Y'all let me know if y'all agree or disagree. I've seen some interesting things on this list. 
So after the ring that Dwight Howard got, he jumps up to 99%. Everybody can agree with that, right? Yeah, because he was, he was probably going to be at yeah. So, so this, this, this definitely makes him a lot. Ray Jean Rondo, after his second ring, jumps yeah. up to 60%. That's it? That's it. I don't think Rondo like low, a little below 80, but I think Rondo should get in. I had him in before this. Not even 75? I thought it was well, yeah, 70. that Yeah, when I seen 60, I said, wow, is this because of what they heard about him not being coachable or difficult? I mean, he don't got a lot of all-NBA teams and all-star games either, though. Tough position that he was playing at the time, too. I mean, right. it was at his peak. Yeah, Rondo, his individual statistics aren't like like he doesn't have eye popping individual statistics. So when we when we see sixty percent, most of that percent is the fact that he's a great playmaker, a smart player, and has two rings. But like when we like when we put him up against a you know top echelon Hall of Fame point guard, it it don't look the same. You put him up against Chris Paul, it don't look the same. Yeah, but true. that's not to smear him. I'm just saying, oh, nah, like, sixty percent sounds fair. Because I like pass first point guards, any like that. That's just my preference. So it would be those two if like I would start a team if in prime. Who, like, who I love, gets in? I love who gets on? A, who gets in on in on an earlier ballot? Like if uh, let's say Rondo and Paul were to retire at the same year and be eligible oh. the same year, who gets in first? Chris. Chris Paul. Yeah, that's okay. Chris Paul. Just just making sure. And actually, I'm glad you said it. Chris Paul is at hundred percent on this. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Chris, Chris is a hundred. Um, now this threw me off. Kawhi Leonard's fifty-five percent compared to Paul George. That's sixty-five percent. Yeah, that's wrong. That's a bull. Who, what's that? Like feature report or something? <laughs> basketball? No, <nah>, basketball reference. <laughs> like <laughs> basketball reference. The place with all the stats. Yeah, they got oh, Paul George. One percent. And and one percent over Kyrie Irving, Paul George is. The thing with Kawhi, and Kyrie, yeah, Kyrie is sixty-four. So Paul the, the George is Ka- over both of them. The thing with, with Kawhi and Kyrie are, they don't have a lot of full NBA seasons on their resume. Like That's if true. you remember, they've had a lot of injuries. You know, um, Kawhi was a part-time player his first couple of years, so it's not like he was putting up dowdy stats. And then since that time, he's had. Good seasons, good in the context of if you know, you know, if you were watching basketball, you know he's one of the top dogs. But, you know, if you look at his, his career right now in a vacuum, he doesn't have the volume of stats you would want to see in a Hall of Famer. He does have the finals MVPs. He does have the championships. So that's going to carry him. But even somebody like Kyrie, like, that's why I was talking about his Hall of Fame arc a few shows ago. His Hall of Fame arc has gone down the last couple of years because of injuries and team chemistry issues. He hasn't been putting up any stats because he's been not playing. So when you don't put up stats, like, when people put you, when you retire and people put your numbers next to some of the other greats, it don't look the same. So they're going to have to stay healthy and keep at it, you know, to raise that probability. One more thing that I saw shocking. Clay Thompson, fifty-one percent. Oh, that's disrespectful. That's I don't, I, I can't I don't know. That's disrespectful. <laughs> I saw that. I said, "Well, wait a minute." He, he he don't have to play another game, and he's top now, five shooter, top ten shooter yeah, all yeah, time. Just 
just his tough uh, his skill set just his skill set alone and the fact that he's probably the best shooter on his team which is saying a lot because of Steph the three rings the defense that he plays now he's not gonna get the gaudy averages because of who he played with but like Nick said earlier if you know you know that was that was wild 51 I mean he's one percent over LaMarcus Aldridge Clay and Steph are too attached to history like 73 mm-hmm. and 9 uh, best shooting backcourt ever. Maybe the be- probably the best backcourt ever. Um, the impact that they both had on the game of basketball. You know, both top five shooters, both coming like out the mud together. Like, fifty percent is crazy. That's nuts. Yeah, and that's where when they say uh, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they do. When you get a player like Clay that's willingly taking the quote unquote Robin role, of course his numbers are going to be lower because he's taking the Robin role. Oh, oh go ahead. No, no, no I'm sorry. I, I was just going. I, I, I'll be forgetting stuff. I remember. Fam, he be yo. He's a he's a microwave. Like he's had records where like most points in a court. Like fam, he's done things that are historic. Yeah. You can't erase his name. He, he, if he didn't play another game, you can't erase his name out NBA history. What do you have, like 37 or something in the quarter? Fam, that is, <laughs> fam regular players don't do that. <laughs> I, if you're in the Hall of Fame, I, can I tell NBA story and mention you? Like, can I tell it and, and be like, oh, dang. I, fam, anybody that scored 37 in the quarter, anybody that scored 60 off of 11 dribbles, and that game six, Clay, I can't forget game six, Clay. Game six, Clay was deadly. That's the reason why they won that series. He tore his ACL and kept playing. You know what I mean? That's like, another thing. Yeah. yeah. So I ain't never seen nothing like that game six at that time. Like, that oh was. God. Like, for all intents and purposes, OKC had them boys dead in the water. Like, to, to revive them in game six the way he did with that performance in OKC. My God, bro, fam, come on! My dog. God, like, that's special. That's that's uh, everybody ain't built to do that. That's special. And he I mean, don't. He's had playoff. No, nah, he, he don't. don't. And he's in them clutch moments. He's had, you know, more memorable playoff performances than dare I say Steph. <laughs> I, I was thinking the same thing. Like, because you can depend on Steph. Yeah. You can depend on Steph to uh, take a step back in the fourth. But Clay, he's right there. Yeah, and no disrespect to Steph because he's a game changer. He's 100%. Well, matter of fact, no, he's not 100% on this list. This is disrespectful. He's 98, 99.8. But, yeah, Clay got to be higher than 51 if you got Paul George. What's, what's Draymond's? Oh, he's not on this list. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, no, the players on this list are legit. Um, LeBron, Chris, Kevin, Russell, James, Steph, Dwight, Melo is 98. Anthony Davis is 95. Yeah, and I, a few shows ago we were talking about best power force of all time. I I'm, I gotta apologize to Tim Duncan. It's way too early to be talking about best <laughs> oh, power no, no, force no, no, of no. all time. That was disrespectful. I apologize, Timmy. Even though I don't like your bag of jeans. Yeah, I hated Tim Duncan growing up, but like you said, <laughs> I hate. Oh, you only hate people that's good. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say, "Yo, I hate Keith Van Horn, fam." Like, nah. <laughs> who cares? Who cares? Shout out to Keith Van Horn. All right. Yeah, no. The Clippers and Ty Lue agreed to a five-year deal to make him the next head coach. 
and bring Chauncey Billups along to be his top assistant as the Clippers look to rebound after another disappointing finish to their season. Well, shout out to Steve Ballmer. Uh, Chauncey Billups has been asking for a uh, opportunity to lead a basketball um, club, and you know Ballmer's given him the opportunity, and you know that is good to see. Um, I think he's definitely the, a, a good basketball mind. And uh, I'd like to see what he does with the opportunity. But as far as Ty Lue's concerned, Lakers are four. <laughs> Yo, fat. <laughs> you funny, Nick. <laughs> no, it, but it's crazy that he said that because when I seen, when as soon as the signing went public, Skip, Skip Bayless, Lakers are in trouble. And I'm thinking, yo, can Ty Lue guard AD? What are you talking about Lakers in trouble? What are you talking about? He clinging anything right now, fam. Fact, anything to go against LeBron. It's it's ridiculous. Tyloo ain't the <laughs> one. Like, Cleveland got, Cleveland got Tyloo out of there shortly thereafter after LeBron left. Like, they didn't look good. The losses started to pile up. In abundance. He will, he will, he will hold players accountable, but I also think LeBron was Bill Russell for that Cavs team. Like, LeBron was calling them sets. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so, so then now I guess with Tyler in LA, what's that mean for the Houston thing now? I'm hearing Jeff Van Gundy. Okay. Jeff Van Gundy and John Lucas. Yeah, they going traditional. They they said the hell with these analytics and small ball. We got we going back to. The Y'all think Harden back. can adjust to that? He looked good in OKC under the tradition. He looked good. Now it's his ego, like yo, fam. I was averaging 37 a year. Yes, yeah, so I'm that's, saying. With yeah. a with a high usage rate, You've Kobe told him. Kobe before. already told him. Kobe yeah. said, "Yo, I, I did yeah. this before. You're not gonna yeah. win like this." Yeah, yeah I scored 81. Yeah, how long ago was that interview with Rachel and Tracy? That was a minute ago. That was when he was like first started to do that dribble for 22 seconds. And yeah. Kobe said it then, like, "Yo, he's not gonna win a championship." Um, you got the MVP. You've got a couple scoring titles. It's it's time to win now. It's time to win if you care. I feel like uh, I feel like Jeff Van Gundy is a great basketball mind, and he's he's genius enough to allow James Harden to probably score as proficiently, more efficiently, if that makes sense. So instead of ball dominating, you can come down off some pin down screens. You come down and just be more of an off ball player, and combine that with your playmaking ability. Like he's just gonna make James Harden probably more versatile, because in the playoffs, I mean, you know what's coming. Everybody is spread out. James is isolated, and he's going to try to take his man one-on-one. And if he can't, he's going to dish out to a three-point shooter. I mean, literally, that's the easiest thing to defend in the playoffs. Literally. He's going to slow the game down. I remember Tracy saying it was an adjustment plan because they had Yao, Tracy trying to run. So he'll slow it down, but I've seen Houston, is, they got their eye on the tree for Embiid. So if you get... Van Gundy and somehow, some way, Philly is stupid enough Van to Gundy trade Joel and Joel. Oh my God. Oh my. And that offense that Jeff runs with, he's always had dominant big men. And, and B would flourish. Listen, and so, and so a, with Harden. He probably needs a coach like Jeff Van Gundy because people forget the Van Gundy, they don't, they don't care. Like, they'll tell you what it is. Like, he'll tell you. Yo, and B, like all that huffing and puffing, you need to lay, you lay down on the burgers and fries, like for real. Like he will, he will keep 
Joel and be accountable, and I think Joel needs somebody to push him at this stage of his, his career. He's too he's too laughing and joking. He needs somebody up in his face telling him, "Hey, man, come on, we need you to be better." Yeah, he's Dang too laughing and joking without any results in the playoffs. Like Shaq was laughing and joking, but but he Shaq. was mean. <laughs> it was Shaq. Yeah, it was Shaq. Like I can <laughs> laugh and joke, but I'm also gonna call Eric Dampier Erica at the press conference. I'll call you Erica. <laughs> like I'm gonna call Tim Duncan. Yo, he's soft. Just give me the ball. <laughs> I dominate. <laughs> now, earlier you said Ty Lue holds players accountable. So, still some loose loose lips in that uh, Clipper shit. More reports have come out from the Clippers locker room. <laughs> oh this time. Full this of time, chatty patties. They full of chatty patties. This time it has superstar Kawhi Leonard front and center as teammates took issue with Kawhi's preferential treatment. Leonard was allowed to dictate when he would be pulled from games, which games he would load manage, and that he was allowed to live in San Diego, which often made him late for team flights. <laughs> Yo was holding up the plane. <laughs> Not nah, fun guy. Wait, hold on, hold on. Time out, time out, time out. Time out. What is what is what is what is Patrick Beverly like? I don't care. Who cares about his opinion? Yo, dog. It was Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams, and Montreal. Lou, you went to the strip club. You guys are in a bubble for a reason. Lemon You're trying to not get a virus. You're in a strip club with mad sweat <laughs> and amongst other things. <laughs> Fam, like, where like, was your head at? You played with AI. You mean to tell me AI didn't get preferential treatment in Philly? Fam, I know y'all you knew young. what it was when I signed. It's not, yeah. like, it's not like y'all traded for me and I came with this ego. Before I signed, I said, listen, I can stay in Toronto. I could go to the Lakers. But I'm interested in coming and playing for y'all. But this is this is what I want out of it. I told y'all what it was before I signed. Yeah. Yeah. The more these stories come out, I, I see why they went home so early. Like this is just. Yo, yo, they hate I hate each other. I hate these stories, but nonetheless, I mean, it, <laughs> when 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 it. when you when you're a top priority free agent, you get this treatment. Like, shut up. <laughs> I ain't gonna Patrick, lie. I Patrick, told. come on, man. It's a two-time Finals MVP. In two different told, conferences. Like, shut up. I told Kyrie to shut up when he thought he should be treated like LeBron. How you think I'm going to talk to Patrick Beverly? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, fam, it's cool. Now, the whole hold the plane up thing, like, all right, Joe. But he told y'all, yo, I, I, I want to be close to home. And if close to home in San Diego, you signed up for it. I just feel I, bad for Doc because it got him fired. I don't feel Not Glenn. I don't feel bad for that. He's had Glenn. he's had multiple teams to to make a to make a push. But <coughs> all his teams my, hate each other. That's another. That's on Doc too. I mean, even listen, even back to Boston. Rondo, Rondo, Rondo and Allen and, was fist yep. fighting. Yep. Yeah, so they they hate. I, I mean, know. Paul and Garnett before Ray left. I mean, they were saying that they really didn't rock with Ray Allen. Clipper. Um, he uh, heard that hard when he went to Miami. What was Blake Griffin's era called? They want to pay him. Um, Lob City. Lob City ain't get along either. No. After a while, Lob City hated they. They hated Chris Paul. Hey, you, we know what we know what happened with Lob City. It almost had Chris Paul trying to sneak through the back door in Staples. <laughs> Yo, fam, I <laughs> to missed get that. to them <laughs> like him and Trevor Reason. Like they came through the side door. <laughs> yeah, because he just played. Y'all know the side door. I know the side door. What's up? What's up? Run it. Uh. 
That is but a yeah. poor, that's a poor run team. And then like it's the player like I understand if it was like a hard working player or a stand up player, but those three, like I understand Harold's going through some family stuff, but he took his sweet time getting back. Like not I can't even judge that because of what he said the reason was, but it's just like fam, like you talking about a late flight earlier in the season, fam, like we we couldn't get chemistry because you was out for God knows how long in the beginning of the bubble. We was waiting for you, and when you came back, we didn't know how to slide you back in. I'm about and, and now now that you say that, Nick, that is a really a mute point because like y'all ain't caught a flight in three man, months. Man, like man, it was about some irrelevant. <laughs> they they haven't right. caught a flight since March or February. Yeah, that's, like, why, that's why that's why I started with the chatty patty. Right. Why are y'all still talking? About it's not like Kawhi is leaving. Yeah, it's not. It's yeah, the not Clippers like for a reason, man. They're co- y'all gonna have to run this back, and y'all are gonna have to talk about this to, under a new coach. Now, what he got to do? He got to get y'all on the same page day one. I got to make sure y'all like each other first and foremost. That's crazy because that the same article reiterated how they felt about Paul George. And they hate that man. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I'd hate him too after that back boy shot. For lack of for, for lack of better terms, yeah, they hate him. They Jerry they Dudley was like, running his mouth too. Oh, that was hilarious! <laughs> that was hilarious. Jerry Dudley, talking. you can't talk to me like that. Yo, I I, I, I didn't like. I mean, he did, don't get me wrong, Scott. He's a champion, but yo, they milking it, man. They yeah. It, I don't be too. with all that. He ain't playing out one minute. Not one minute. Like what? Like what? Stephen Jackson tell Matt Barnes? Like, okay, you got your ring, okay, but it you ain't do nothing for the ring. <laughs> Jack told him, yeah, like you well, ain't do nothing for that gold state Matt ring. Didn't even want his ring. But well, yeah, that's what Matt said. Yeah, it's like yo, I don't want it. I ain't do nothing. Man, and Matt got to put. But he, Jared he Dudley, his, he he just no. feeling himself right now, talking cash money. Don't get me wrong, I love it, but it's like, come on, man. Yeah, Jared. Not from you, though. Not Jared. <laughs> like, you, you play .7 seconds in the finals. Let Alex Caruso say it. Not you, dog. The Not Clippers, you. man. They is, they is hopeless, though. I wanted to ask y'all this before we get off that topic, though. Like, remember, if y'all remember, Lakers, I mean, Kawhi to the Lakers was, like, a done deal. Like, that was, they were saying that was out of all the That was etched in stone. That was etched yep. in stone. Do you think Kawhi's sitting back like, dang. Must be nice. Like I could have, I could have been a part of that trio. I think in the back of his mind, yeah. I mean, he won't come out and say that, but hell yeah. I mean, look at, just look, look. If you look at even when Kawhi went to Toronto last year, Toronto ran that like a a business. Like it was, it was smooth. Like they, it was an understanding on both ends. Kawhi's gonna low manage, but when it's showtime, Kawhi's gonna perform. Like I, the Clippers, I feel like it just wasn't, it wasn't business. Throughout the whole team, and I think he. When you look at the Lakers, from the minute we stepped foot in that bubble, it was all business, and that's that's a testament to the leadership, LeBron James, Rondo, and AD. But yeah, I think in the back of his mind, hell yeah, like he had a perfect opportunity to come in here and get another ring. He he's used to structure, so he went from Popovich. Uh, yeah, that, to that's Nick a perfect way to put it. And I feel like somebody as professional as LeBron James would have matched his professionalism. Like, Kawhi's not going to be a big rah-rah, get-in-the-huddle-talk guy, and that's what the Clippers needed. But he would have LeBron to be able to do that. 
You think Braun and AD and them care if, if Kawhi a couple minutes late because he want to live in San Diego? Hell Kawhi, no. No, Kawhi, no. Take your time, buddy. We chilling. No. It's, it's L.A. It's, you going to be late regardless. Like <laughs> Braun, Braun probably hit his phone. He's like, yo, I'm going to be late too, my, my dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, come on. They, they don't care about that. Like, that's that's not even a talking point. Like, and that's just where it comes. Two different Jared levels. Dudley, and if Jared Dudley started chatting, Braun would probably nip that in the bud. Like, fam, shut up. Like, he can yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. want to hear nothing about not that no more. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing about, and I know we still on this, because it's so interesting. I remember Lou Will saying, yo, whatever he want, he going to get. That's Kawhi. That's big dog. Sco, we live in a capitalistic society. Like, you... When when you perform and you do things that are you get rewarded and paid more than someone else does, like that's just that's life. Especially like shut basketball. the hell up. Especially in basketball, which is superstar driven, we know this. I don't we know hear this, this already. Like like why do college football teams get all the money and the swim teams get nothing? Like come on, man. Like we it's come on. <laughs> stop it. It's all about the big dog. dog. It's all Nobody about care about that dog. breaststroke. Yeah, stop no. it. We only want to see that in the Olympics every four years. Like, come on. And I only want to see Michael Phelps. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Word. Word. So, Rockets GM Daryl Morey has stepped down from his position. So, what moves do y'all think the next GM has to make to revamp this roster? He he got to graciously step down. I know, right? After what you did in China and the money that you screwed up you you knew this was just a matter of time though after the china thing like that's a lot of money (laughs) they said that it was his decision yeah i bet hey it was dan tony's decision too yeah nah (laughs) both of y'all got fired that owner is nice (laughs) it was doc's decision i guess (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) like come on doc was fired we know (laughs) we know what all this means yeah steve fired him uh uh, for tita Restaurant guy. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think the first order of business, though, Sco, to answer your question is, get you a big man. Um, you Del Capella, thinking that small ball would work, it doesn't, especially in the playoffs. Like, go get you a big man, and I, I think AD. that's yeah, <laughs> I think that's where they need to start. Oh man, that was stupid, and the fact that you you went all in with Dan Tony. That's my thing. Like, I understand that Dan Tony gave you. Phil Jackson results and you know you ended up becoming New York because you you trusted that I get that because Phil Jackson you got to trust a little bit but what has D'Antoni done to give you that type of freedom to where you're trading centers and running with nobody taller than six seven roster management was terrible <laughs> like fam <laughs> Daryl Morey just always struck me as one of them smart dumb people too I mean he just Want to want to try to reinvent the wheel, and sometimes the wheel ain't meant to be reinvented. Analytics has a place in sports, but it shouldn't be the dominant. Decision. Yeah, that's the issue. It should. Like, I hate next gen sometimes. Yeah, I, it's. I'ma always be an old school eye test guy. I, I gotta see it. I don't want to see algebraic equations to tell me that. Yo, taking a mid range shot is bad. Not if you're open. <laughs> if you're open, shoot it. I, I I don't understand that. I'll never understand that. Yo, they literally looked at Melo crazy when he took a mid-range shot and had that man apologize because he took a mid-range shot and made it. You know, my fault, yo. My fault. I, I saw, to your point, Scott, I saw something interesting on the net. Um, they basically was talking about, uh, Gilbert was talking about how oh. analytics has kind of messed up basketball. And that's not a new point, but he was basically saying, like, 
you got all of these teams trying to emulate what Golden State was doing with their formula, but you're emulating two of the greatest shooters of all time. Like, you got a bunch of non-Ray Allen shooting Ray Allen shots. You got a bunch of Daniel Houses taking uh, Ray Allen shots. And it's like, you know, sometimes the mid-range is the best shot, especially for somebody like Carmelo, who's a rhythm basketball player. Like, he needs, sometimes he does need the dribble pull-up to start feeling it, to start getting his juices flowing, as opposed to coming off the bench and only being allowed to be subjected to catch and shoot three. He's not a catch and shoot type of player. We know who Carmelo is. We've seen it since Oak Hill. Yo, did you um listen to the podcast that that came from? That, that clip came from. I, wa- I I listened to a little bit of it. What's up? Uh, with him and Earl Watson. If if you love hoop, I suggest you listen to this podcast. I mean, they were dropping gems, especially Earl. Yeah, Earl's, Earl. He's a yeah. Yeah, Earl got a good basketball mind though. Oh my God, he sounded like a wizard on there. But. Oh, he had a point to you. You about to uh, allude to it? Oh, he had a bunch of points. What, what were you about to say? Because he had a bunch no, of points. he was talking about when he coached Phoenix. And, he, yeah. and they was basically, and they was basically they told telling him, him. They told him, yo, you got to take 33s. And he, he was said, like, but I, well, I don't have any shooters. Yeah, he said, I don't have any shooters. You have to take 33s. He was like, and, and he said, okay, cool. So I guess you want a top pick? <laughs> exactly. like, all right, so I guess you want me to go get you a top pick then. And Gil was like, so they fired you basically because you did what they asked you to do. And you told them because you played that it wasn't going to work. Because what happened was they had no shooters and they came up to him and said, yo, why are you so bad in transition defense? Well, fam, I don't have any shooters. You're getting a long rebound. Yeah, you get a long break three. They running and gunning. Rebounds. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, they running and gunning. We- that's an easy fast break to start. Um, <laughs> he spoke about how he was watching Jason Tatum and his workout. <coughs> he said Jason Tatum ripped off 40 straight threes without missing. And the owner was like, yeah, nah, I need to see him do something else. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> he said, wait, I can get him and Devin Booker in the system? Now, granted, they're young and we're going to be bad defensively, but just be ready to score 130 points. Oh, my God. Booker and Tatum? Gee. Oh you want to talk about one-two punches? The way he broke. You take Tatum out of his system and put him into something free-flowing. He man. spoke about. What? He spoke about that too. He said some player. He called it pattern players and non-pattern players. So he's talking to Gil, who's a, who's a non-pattern player. Hell yeah, who he when, was. When he was in Golden State, they had him playing in a pattern until they realized, oh wait a minute. Okay, so yeah. you got. He said Darren Williams was a pattern player when he got to Brooklyn. He had to go at it on his own. It didn't look the same. And it's not his fault. He's just in a bad system. It's up to the coach to adjust to that. Yes. So, he, so he said, I, I got Devin Booker at 18. Yeah, you taking 18 shots. Everybody looked at me crazy, but if you got a problem, raise your hand and we can deal with it. Because at the end of the day, he said, I'm from Kansas City. I'm from the hood. We can handle this any way we want. <laughs> Yo, it was a great, it was a great two hour. Yeah, that sounds like dope. Oh, yeah, I'm going to check that out tomorrow. Yeah, check that out. It's on the No Chill podcast. And when, I really think he might have messed up his chance if he wants to coach again. Nobody I think you talking about Earl or Gil? No, Earl. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, Gil. Listen, listen, even though he's Col- a great mind too. He's he's no, Gil got a good mind too. He just and, thank, nobody give me Gil no job. Though. Yeah, yeah, nah. Gil's a nut. With the he he might change his perception. He <laughs> might change his perception because because um him and Swaggy P something killing me. <laughs> But oh, that's what yeah. Kobe wanted from him. He said, yo, stop being as goofy and let people see your basketball, man. Because right now they just see the, the antics. 
Yeah, I know he coached girls basketball right now. I think I seen him doing, but Earl, because he basically brought you behind the but behind the curtain, and he even said when Devin scored seventy, he was like, "I knew the coaches was gonna hate me when I did that, but I'm building up my young players' confidence to let them know, yo, you can do this in this league." Now, granted, we were already losing, but for you to score seventy against a top defense in the league that's getting ready for a playoff push. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried about Brad Stevens, and he even said Brad Stevens, and they was cussing him out. How long did Fred Hoiberg have to coach the Bulls? But he was there two, two years. Yeah, a little there. over two years, if that. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't okay. there long. Okay, I could have yeah, sworn long. Earl deserves a shot. Earl, because he's he's smart. I mean, he learned from he John played. Wooden. Man. He, he played. He learned from John Wooden. It's it's no it's no <laughs> player he won't be able to relate to, and and that's why I look at Gil. You know, if he continues to change his kind of public perception, I think he would be a wonderful NBA coach because I'm thinking about how the players would relate to him. They remember Hibachi, number one. And number two, he's relatable. Like, he's hilarious. Like, when it's time to, you know, have a a good moment, he'll he'll, he'll go there with you. And when it's time to get serious, he'll go there with you. I don't know, man. I'm sick of seeing Fred Hoiberg stuff. Oh, yeah. And one last, Gary Payton said that he's ready to coach. So hopefully he gets a shot that he gets to. And he know. would be hilarious if I'm Gary, on the bench. If I'm Gary Payton, I should, I should, yo, I'm trying to coach who want me. Like, come on, Gary Payton. But we know how that goes. The glove? The glo- <laughs> I didn't yeah, have I any think issues gonna, with the glove. Yeah, I think you got an interview. Fam, he's going to get some interview, technicals. <laughs> and I, he said at this point in my life, I think I'm ready to coach. So maybe he's calmed down just a little bit. When I hear somebody say at this point in my life, okay, he, you did some soul searching and probably went to some counseling or something to calm down. But it, it ain't nothing wrong with that. The players relate to that. The and getting game from Gary, even as priceless. a player development coach or assistant, like players would love that. For sure, for sure. We're going to go into a commercial break and wrap up, nitty gritty. Brand activations, business openings. Recently engaged during any life event that deserves a celebration? Start planning with Penn Jones Events. Owner and principal planner Paige guarantees a fun and stress-free planning experience. Managing every event aspect, including budgets, timelines, vendor negotiations, event design, and more. Penn Jones Events is a full-service wedding and event planning company based in Maryland. We curate extraordinary events tailored to you. Let's start planning today. For a free 30-minute consultation, visit ppjevents.com. Another good one, fellas. Yes, yes. I have everybody have a, a good fantasy week. Hey, Scott, we're going to give you one last chance. You really rolling with the Eagles? Oh, dog. What? All right. Yo, bet, yo. Bet, 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 bet. <laughs> Eagles, that that was me rewinding. Eagles in the upset. Like I said, y'all can't keep playing it's bad. Sensational. Y'all can't keep playing bad and skip by. Somebody's gonna make somebody's gonna hit y'all in the face again. And I feel like it's gonna be the Eagles. I feel like it's gonna be the Eagles. All I need is Travis Fogum. Listen to me, Travis. When you catch the ball on Marlin, because you will catch the ball on Marlin, just fall. Fall, please. Please, it's getting to that point, fam. The dude is nice with the with, 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 with the rips. He's nice. Go watch some Marvin Harrison tapes. Fall as soon as you catch it. 
don't <laughs> give him a chance to turn the ball over and have little Patrick McQueen come up and run it back for a touchdown. All right, why, why he got to be little Patrick ball. McQueen? No, 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 no. He's balling. To have Patrick Queen come up and no, 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 just fall. So y'all just y'all better show up Sunday. That's what's happening because I'm I'm really looking forward to this. Oh, Chase Claypool back back to back. Call that man Drake. Both from Canada. Back to back. What's up? I don't hear no objections either, because y'all know. All right, here you go. Is it your girls to a world tour? Lackluster Eagles secondary. Oh, now Darius Slay is lackluster. Get off. <laughs> get off this podcast, man. Get off. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Now Darius Slay is lackluster. Come on. Give my man some props, man. Uh, the Eagles. I can't believe you, Scott. It's the Eagles. Hey, dog. That's, that's going on your record, though. You you coming out that first place. Sam, I need to be putting this in Vegas. <laughs> that's what I need to Take do. that ride up to Delaware, Ska. <laughs> you ain't lying. I need to be putting that's how you feel. I need to, I need to hit 95 to go to Dover. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I'm, I'm stunning. I'm stunning the world right now. You know how much money I probably could have made if I said, yo, the Dolphins are going to win, and and Fitch Magic is going to ball out. Fam, I've been like Martin when he won the lottery, dog. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we're going to get up out of here. Everybody have a good fantasy week. Stay safe. Stay blessed. We out. No, 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 no.